Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. This is... So, <laughs> this is not going to be like one of my usual uh, podcasts for sure. I... So, yesterday I had a really unusual thing happen. I I met this person who... And it wasn't even her per se, but she was introducing me to her children. And her children had really unusual names, so I said, Oh, I'm never gonna be able to remember that name and and she suggested she said, Well, we call her this nickname that I sort of recognized from so I had I had come across this person on TikTok. Um her light matters and she is says she says that she's a star a star seed, which I didn't really understand what any I still don't exactly understand what these are. But basically she she and she channels her future self or her higher self or her um maybe a parallel self I'm not really sure since all timelines are actually happening spontaneously I mean not spontaneously but concurrently so so I ended up coming so okay let me go finish what so I meet this person and she tells me this nickname that reminds me of this person that I had met, that I had been introduced to on TikTok, who I had actually had a session with. I actually bought a session with this person. And she told me all of this stuff about myself, or a parallel self, or a future self, or a different self. And one of the things that she told me was that my name was Lila. Um, or Isla. Could be Isla. Um, maybe it wasn't an L. It was an Isla. And I wrote it down. I wrote down a lot of what, she, I mean, as much as I could of what she was saying. Um, but she suggested that I was a Pleiadian. Um, who are blue, I guess. <laughs> or there was something blue about me, I'm not sure. Um, And so getting back to the meeting of this person and her daughter, and I said, do you believe in like things that are kind of weird? And she was just like, "Um, well, I don't know, what are you talking about? And I said, well, you know, things that are kind of, you know, out of the norm or like, paranormal or you know like extraterrestrials she says well what's an extraterrestrial and I said well you know like aliens and she says to me well aliens are a traveler and she said so I suppose there there would be out there in the universe or something she said something of that nature and within 30 seconds of of us this little mini talk that we had just had, 
her daughters were trying to paint and they had this like plastic envelope filled with papers and out fell a picture of an alien like literally and I said well that's weird and I don't know if she realized how weird it was I mean truly um it was just weird the whole the whole visit was um really kind of bizarre to me uh but anyway so I go about my day and I I come home and I'm really pretty exhausted from the week so I'm and it's snowing outside (laughs) so there's not really a whole lot that I want to do with this weather and um everything that's going on so I ended up um watching some TikToks and then it brought me to this movie called Above Majestic. And I don't even know that I would actually suggest it for your average person. Um, I'm just going to say that. I, um, and as I'm watching it, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, you, I'm thinking to myself, I, you should not be watching this before you go to bed. Um, so, and, and so this morning I woke up from a, from a pretty bad dream. So I had this dream that this person was hiding in my closet. So this person had been hiding in my closet and, and he basically terrorized me. He didn't, like, fully rape me, but he terrorized me for a period of time, and then he left. And later in the movie, I mean, in the dream, somehow I I see him, and he's in a car with his wife, and I start, like, banging on the window, and I, and I am mouth, like, trying to tell her he raped me. Um, I kept saying he raped me, he raped me, like, and it seems like she got the picture. Um, it was just a very bad dream is what I'm trying to say. I I knew that I shouldn't have watched this movie before I went to bed. (laughs) So the movie is a bit of a documentary. It's not even, um, a movie movie, but it deals with with the powers that be in the world and actually out of our seeming reality and there were assertions that there's that the chinese have built all of these ghost towns um and that we have all of these tunnels in these um, underground places to live, I guess. And <laughs> I'm laughing because it was another one that sort of set Donald Trump up as some sort of savior from, and I was kind of laughing, like, just now thinking, you know, him 
not participating in sending money to these programs, but possibly um, to other programs. So sort of like this Robin Hood stealing from the rich and giving to the poor, but he never gives to the poor. I'm not going to get into Donald Trump, but anyway, it was just, he was in this documentary as well. But it it was more other things like um that the they talked about the germans in nazi germany and how he hitler they they had access to extraterrestrials who were guiding them and teaching them about ufo's like um or spacecraft and that they are actually building spacecraft and that they um, had the help of these extraterrestrials. And basically, they were discussing that extraterrestrials are not all good and not, and then not all bad, as in like seemingly, but the outcome of all of these is quite different. And so if you're, if, you, if, if an entity, whatever it is, is negative and based on, on things that are not conducive to goodness and light and love, then the outcome of that is going to be quite different and then you see possibly something like Nazi Germany um <laughs> so and there were there was this lady that I think this was the part that just really got to me the most in this was there was this lady that was describing they were describing how children were actually like taken like so the child would be going to school and oftentimes they were looking for children that were vulnerable so they would kind of scout them out and they would take them and take them to these secret places and basically do experiments on them and this lady was describing what had happened to her and she she was taken to a room and, and she laid down and this doctor or someone in a white coat told her to stay calm and she they put this needle in her neck and and injected her with something that she said made her feel like um she said the only way she could describe it was when when your like foot falls asleep and you're trying to like wake it up she said but she felt it all over her body like she I think she said something like pins and needles I'm not sure but and then somehow they they try to erase these memories they they have this way of erasing and so or they show some screen and so the child comes back home and says, yeah, I, we watched a movie about dinosaurs today. 
this all seemed to be somewhere around the 1940s to the 1960s. Um, and it could have been other times as well. But I, it is, it is really challenging for me personally to consider, even really consider that which is what I would term like heinous. And they were describing that there are these secret societies that do these heinous things as in torture babies and take their blood for, and it's beyond comprehension to me. And it's not even something that I would necessarily, and I will not spend a lot of time on. But it sort of breaks my little bubble that, that I don't know how to describe this exactly, but like life can be so wonderful. But I think that it was meant to be. And, and so it is really really extremely sad to me to think that I guess equally life can be just a hell. And then there's just the the absolute zombie-like quality of life in between somehow. Um... <laughs> Like for a lot of people, just sort of going with the motions and, you know, everybody's just sort of living out their drama. Um, you know, whatever the term drama means to you, but I, I looked it up and it's just, it's not, it's not necessarily negativity. It's just life. It's just a snippet, like a drama series is sort of a snippet of the daily lives of people. Not necessarily that they're always, you know, I mean, sometimes they're getting married, sometimes they're getting divorced, sometimes, you know, they're having babies, sometimes they're passing away when they're older, they're, you know, just the things that are going on in between. We don't normally watch dramas about just the mundane, do we? The mundane doing the dishes, you know, just watching an entire movie of nothing but a quiet day at home. Would we do a documentary on that? Would anybody watch it? I don't know, perhaps. You know, it's like that, that, um, <laughs> that bumper sticker, compliant women rarely make history. It's not compliant, but it's just, it's like the, it's the wild ones that make history. It is the drama that, um, but we also like to, um, make some people you know out like uh, 
canonize people for being wonderful after they pass, you know, and not really knowing exactly what their character is, you know, like Martin Luther King, for example, I'm not really sure. I mean, he, I, I, I really didn't have, because I grew up in Arizona and when I was young, I, I did not grow up with a lot of diversity, but I have to say that I was incredibly grateful that I had a biracial boyfriend when I was very young. So my boyfriend was half Mexican. So he was half Mexican and half white. His dad was white and his mother was Mexican. And and I got to tell you, it was such an eye-opener for me because everywhere we went, he was clearly treated differently. Everywhere we went, he was treated differently. And so this led me to, to throughout my life, and had I not had him for a boyfriend, I would not have understood um, the challenges of being a person of, with any color in their skin. Um, because I grew up, you know, in an all-white neighborhood with all-white students, with all-white, everything was white, white, white everywhere. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because it's not anymore. I had called my mother the other day, and <laughs> there was um, this clearly, like, Mexican music, like mariachis, like, like you, I could actually hear them on the phone they were playing so loudly and my mom's like do you see do you see what I have to live with and I'm like cracking up it was so funny they must have been having some kind of party um when there was loud music going on it was really crazy but um anyway um so so I am not really sure, like, I, I know that when I was young, I was really different. I, I kind of have known my whole life that I was just kind of different. And I've started to, like, attribute it to possibly autism, um... I'm not entirely sure that I'm not autistic, uh, but I, <clears throat> but I also knew that I was really odd and I, and I was trying to like really go back in my memory about, you know, because I, I, I started to hear, you know, and I never told people because I was afraid they would think I was schizophrenic. There was something in me that knew I better not tell anyone. Um, but I, I definitely had these friends when I was a child. Um, I talked to myself a lot. I spent a lot of time of, alone. Um, and, but I don't remember ever like being taken in a spacecraft or uh, you know any anything of that nature but i do believe that 
I have been followed and contacted by entities that I believe are angelic and also possibly extraterrestrial, but they, I believe them to be benevolent. Um, these, these beings, I could, I could tell that they never wished me any harm, um, throughout my life. And I, I feel like in some ways I've been protected, not to say that I haven't had my share of heartache and turmoil in my life. Um, but I feel like they have been guiding me and protecting me and, and, you know, then I had this complete paranormal experience two and a half years ago that I write about in my book. <laughs> that would be so nice if my book actually started to sell. <laughs> I'm laughing. Um, so when I watch a, a movie like, or when I get these ideas of the malintent, you know, and that I, I, I just sort of want to drop out of society. I just like, I just don't want any part of this. And Recently, I really have been like piecing it together. The idea of the idea of politics, and I can only speak for the U.S. because I don't know about other countries. I'm just going to say that I don't know enough about it to be able to talk on it. So the U.S. and just the installment of these figureheads, these um, that that we think that we decide like in a primary we think we decide who's going to be um running and we don't i don't even know that there's any democratic system whatsoever uh and i don't know why the powers that be wanted donald trump out perhaps they realized I I don't know. I I mean recently I've been hearing <laughs> just ludicrous stuff and it could be complete lies. Um but um I've been hearing that he uh was selling pardons at 2 million dollars a pop as in Donald Trump but he didn't sell one to the Tiger King, which I think is kind of rude. <laughs> I watched that season and I found him to be really fascinating. And he, he, he's in jail for murder for hire. He tried to hire someone to murder her, <laughs> which is really kind of funny. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, I don't know why I find the whole thing funny. But part of the reason why I think it's funny is because she, I believe, murdered her husband. And it had, there had been alluded to the fact that she fed her husband to 
the tigers that she has. So I'm not entirely sure, like when you swim with fish, you might at sometimes get eaten. Um, I found her when I watched the whole series, I just, there was this one scene where she was talking about, she was actually talking about tigers in cages. And as she's talking about it, <laughs> there's a tiger, she's sitting by a cage and there's this tiger trying to get his head into a smaller cage to drink water. And it really bothered me. I found the hypocrisy in her astounding that somehow she's a sanctuary for these tigers that would, you know, she saved them, you know, from whatever. And I don't know, I just, I'm going to get off the subject. I can't even believe I got onto this. Oh, except that Donald Trump did not pardon him, which I think is, I don't understand. So he pardoned um, Bannon. So he pardoned Steve Bannon, but he doesn't pardon um, uh, he doesn't pardon Tiger, Tiger King. I don't know. I just think it's weird. Um, it is really, really like the craziest time, you know, in this the politics like if you really think about what happened on the 6th of January uh, there there was an attempted coup of the United States government led by the president the current president because the new president had not been uh, been inaugurated yet there was an attempted coup these people erected a, a, I think it's called a gallow, but I've been looking it up and I can't, with a noose. There was a literal noose and they, they ran into and they were yelling, hang Mike Pence. It's like, I want people to really think about this. And then, I mean, the fact that, that Trump was not arrested for, for I mean, it, it is outlandish what went down. And, and, and them even turning on their own they've started to to really go after republicans that are not in this camp of the voter fraud and i i don't know about voter fraud but here's the thing 60 different courts would not even hear it 60 different 60 different court cases, including our Supreme Court, which is packed with Republicans, would not even hear it, these allegations. And so there was not enough evidence for them to hear it. When they were presented with the evidence, 
there was not enough evidence to hear it. And the way that this went down was that the Democratic Party took over all three branches of government, or all two. So basically, they took over the Congress and the legislative, I mean, the executive branch of government. So I'm not really sure what's going to happen, except that and there's some people who are very afraid of this change. And I, I I don't know. I'm just reserving. But so how was Joe Biden picked? And I think he was picked because he had the best chance of actually winning, possibly. And the only reason why I think he had the best chance of winning was because Trump thought he had the best chance of winning. And the fact that Trump went and got dirt on him like his son and his son's um, uh, involvement with the Ukraine, which incidentally, maybe not, isn't a bad thing because Russia is trying to, keeps taking more and more and more and more of the Ukraine. Uh, Anyway, God, how do I get on these tangents? Except that it's just all, you know, and then you've got the, they talked in this about the 1%, like there's this elite, and he said, you will never know who they are. And they, they, but there's also this, this belief that there is this, this um, pie, that there's this pie of wealth, and everybody can just get a piece of the pie, and they're taking up all of the pie, and then there's the rest of us. And I'm not sure that that any of this is, I mean, it's seemingly true, but I'm not sure that any of it is actually true. The only reason why we, or I get my piece of the pie is because I am accepting that at this moment. I'm accepting that as, as a reality at this moment to keep, you know, us afloat. And so, but that doesn't mean that I cannot harness wealth through the power of that which created everything. So when you're, you're, everything that I am discussing right now is, is a piece of a huge, you know, the God as source as creator it's there are no limits there is no pie there there and then I and then I sit here and I'm I'm back to my I'm a, I'm trying to be a magician who can't perform magic looking at the actual reality of my life which is actually better it's probably better than it's ever been my entire life right at this very moment, but it still isn't exactly where I would like to be. And so I'm just like, so how, and I am harnessing and I am learning and I am training and I, um, and I, and I go back to that aside from all of this 
basic garbage that I've been talking about for the last however long it's been. I do believe completely that we are here to experience. It's like we're traveling possibly through space. I mean, they... In this movie, they talked about all kinds of like that there are these insul there's these installations on the moon and and there are colonies on Mars already and these the technology I mean it was just very very eye opening and so if we are travelers through galaxies then then we are here we got born on planet earth and this is a pretty great place to be it's a pretty great place I guess I mean the actual earth is beautiful its inhabitants is kind of a mixed bag right I mean it it's it's And so, and so I start again and today again with the knowledge that I am the creator of my reality and I choose to focus on that which is good. I choose to focus on that which is light, that which is love, that which is sustaining and nurturing and, and helpful, that which is kind. That was just beautiful. That which sustains life. And I will just keep at it. I will just keep at the beingness of the things that I that I think are good and right and being that and emanating that in this world and that's just what I'm going to do I'm just going to be a beacon of that which is light and good I really appreciate y'all listening I really do I will be back with other ideas (laughs) of course I will you know I will (laughs) And that's a wrap.